Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Greg Kill Show, live from Red Sox Spring Training at JetBlue Park on WEEI. This show from Fenway South JetBlue Park is brought to you by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Massachusetts and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. By the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers. By Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And it is a pleasure for some of us to have our next guest here, Sam Kennedy, the president of the Boston Red Sox. Hi, Sam. Good morning, everybody, except for Chris. Welcome to uh, spring training. Welcome there to spring. Is. Welcome to spring training. Uh, you guys squash your beef? Is that beef and squash? Uh, listen, I, I smiled and gave him the handshake, and all good. All right. It's a new year. We're, uh, we're moving on. I, I, I have no personal beef with Sam. <laughs> but lots of other songs. people do, so all good. All listen, good, Chris. I think, listen, I think oftentimes, uh, you know, keeping it as Wiggy would say, 100 um, you you end up being the spokesperson for this ownership group, and I'm sure that that is a can be a difficult thing to do. And well, uh, it's, give me a break. It's better than a real job. I yeah. mean, it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of this organization. It's sure. been 23 great years, and got to take the good with the bad. It's been a tough uh, off season. I know there's a lot of frustration and anger and passion. <laughs> That's what we expect here. So yeah. um, it's uh, I never take it for granted, even for a minute. I mean, John Henry uh, was here or is here, um, and I and I I feel like from the outside looking in, I think there are some fans and some of us in the media who just say, "Hey, we would love to hear from John Henry or or whoever, kind of what the strategy is." Is that something that you guys talk about internally? Yeah, listen, we we do, and and John and Tom uh, have um, <laughs> over the years spent a lot of time with the media. There's been times when they they've talked, they haven't talked. Um, you know, look at the end of the day. If we're doing the right things and the team is competitive on the field, we don't have um, these issues about whether ownership is talking or not talking or what are they saying or how are they saying it. We just need to be competitive and do the right things. And we haven't the last couple of years. So all the frustration, the animosity, the anger, the passion, that's why Boston is the best sports market in the world. And we have to take 
these periods of time where there's uh, frustration and, and disappointment uh, with a grain of salt and recognize it's rooted in a place where our fan base all across New England loves the Boston Red Sox. We love the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bruins, uh, and it, it just goes with the territory. So, look, I can tell you, and, and Chris and I, you know, we were jo- I, I was joking. I don't know if Chris was smiling. Too. We, we talked about it on Winter Weekend. <laughs> the part that we do take personally and that's hard and it's it's our fault i got it like someone like me needs to contain their emotions you get personally upset when people say you're not trying and and but i thought about that and we need to realize that people equate spending and big free agent deals with trying and 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 investing in the team we understand that so um that's on us and we need to go out and and improve it and uh, get this market excited about this team that's what i'm saying to you is that we do equate that so we look at and say this team finished in last place with a payroll of 225 million dollars as constructed right now the payroll is 205 million dollars you said the payroll is most likely going to be less this year i think to to share the strategy and say listen we think we can win with a lower payroll and the reason why we want to have that lower payroll is x would be helpful yeah it's a great question i mean look it's it's where we are in terms of the evolution of this team with the young players that we have we're out trying to sign and extend um, a lot of our young players we've had guys that over the last couple years um, didn't contribute or had injuries so we feel like we have veteran guys like trevor story like rafi devers like nick pavetta who's going to go out and have a great year uh, that can be leaders on this team and we do have a good young core coming along now that doesn't mean we weren't out in free agency trying to match up Yamamoto is an example we didn't get there that's on us no excuses um and we do have financial parameters that we that we lay out every single year, just like WEEI, I'm sure, has a budget that you lay out each and it every year. It goes down every By the year. way, who's getting the Capitol Grill tab tonight? Uh, that, that is Ken Lair. <laughs> okay, all right. but, uh, it's going to be on me. Ken. There's no way Ken is paying that. Or the Red Sox could, uh, could pick it up. Well, you know, uh, we're not, we're not above driving people. <laughs> well, think about that. I don't think I didn't think about that walking in. Um, but look, it, it, we have had seasons where we've had big splashes, big Big free agency signings. You know, I think about uh, Dice I think about the trade for Chris Sale. That is a part of it. And we've had some additions to this team this offseason. We have not gotten there on a big free agent, splashy signing. Do we think we can be competitive with this group of young guys that we have? the veteran players that we have in that clubhouse yes we do do we have the ability to go out and add to this team um, before the season starts yes do we have the ability to add at the trade deadline yes we do the people talk a lot about philosophy uh, changing the, the philosophy here for 23 years the strategy is to build around a core group of young homegrown players and add free agents at a period of time where you think you're ready to take that next step and win a World Series, and that's worked really well over the last two and a half decades. And we're going to stay with that that philosophy. By the way, Chris Sale was lights out yesterday. Yeah, of course, uh, he's going to win the Cy Young this year. <laughs> Any way to get him back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was my hookup uh, for golf down here, so I, I have to call him actually. Uh, whether or not we hear from ownership is one thing, but we have been hearing from players. And you bring up a leader like Rafi Devers, and and he's been pretty outspoken about how he feels this off season has gone. How do you guys feel about that when you? hear frustration coming from the guys especially the leaders in this clubhouse yeah I, I i think it shows you just how competitive they are the fact that these guys want to win a world series each and every year um you know we we stepped up and made a 331 million dollar commitment to rafael devers because of the type of player he is the type of person he is that was a the, the largest contract that our organization has ever um 
given out and he, you know he he wants to win each and every year and i and i get it and uh, it's on us to make sure he understands the strategy is great you, you talked about that look we're, we're we're building this thing uh for uh, hopefully 2024 to be incredibly competitive and for the future um but look i i understand you know we we all would love to just snap our fingers and have uh, the biggest free agents uh, in baseball but that's arrive the way you here. Used, that's the way you used to do it um i take exception with that i mean okay. listen there's been some well it's just the truth i mean there's 23 years we've had all sorts of different off seasons you know going from 2012 into 2013 you know for example we had a couple of smaller signings that really worked out and we shocked the world and won the world series we've had other years where we've had big free agent signings and we haven't gotten to yeah. the postseason so um Look, we, we, we understand the frustration, we appreciate the passion, uh, but we, we just need to go out and win some baseball games. Sam, I don't think it's the brochure. Like, I don't think it's the packaging that the fans don't like. And I don't think it's that John Henry doesn't speak or speak. I, that, you know, we like that in the media. I get it. Yep. But it's that we all see that everything's changed. Whether there have been seasons and ups and downs, fans here know exactly the last 23 years. I don't know a single Sox fan that isn't grateful to you, John, Tom, Larry, everybody, Theo, Tito, everybody that brought the World Series here. It's just that every year we see things in the way the roster is put together, the importance the team has when it comes to financial investment, and the now the manager of the team who's entering a walk year, all of these things on, and on their own would have been the biggest story in Boston 10 years ago. Now... People are just, in Springfield, we saw people enraged at this direction. So I guess it's what direction is this, and will there be a day where the Red Sox return to the investment both financially and in terms of the way the roster is put together every year? Yeah, I hate to say that's a fair question. Um, (laughs) And the short answer is yes. Short answer is yes, because the strategy is very much – building around the uh, young core of, of homegrown players and then bringing in free agents to complement that, international signings to complement those guys. So uh, the short answer is yes. Yeah. There, there absolutely will be that day. It didn't happen this off season. You know, I mentioned the pursuit of, of certain uh, players, which yeah. I probably shouldn't have, but, uh, but yeah. just to point out, we, we, didn't, we didn't get there, but th- there will be a time when a splashy signing uh, may happen. But I would not sleep on this year's Red Sox team, because, as, you, as you point out, because the package of players, the roster that we have, the rotation, the back end of the bullpen, in terms of how you see this team, I, I wouldn't sleep on the 2024 Red Sox. But yes, there will be a day where we, where we in the future have a a very splashy uh, off season and 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 that will be that'll make everybody happy in the moment but you know what won't make people happy if we do that and we win 76 games and we don't uh, put ourselves in the postseason so we, we got to get into the postseason we got to play baseball in october and everything else will take care of itself you, you have the zoom with jordan montgomery is, is that a guy that you think you might be able to get this season i don't think i'm allowed to talk about okay. free agent pursuits a like that but yeah yeah i mean uh, listen you know brez is um uh, working hard continue used to work hard uh and it's my job to come on the radio and not break major league baseball yeah. rules okay <laughs> all right but what but just the financial component so you know that the team isn't or you don't know you the the the, the prognostication is that this team is not the favorite to win the division yeah i understand that they may not be the most talented maybe the least talented why that not? I'm not that i'm not sure about but but let, i mean let's see let's we'll see, see right? but yeah, why not address that why why enter the season 
with a roster that's not at the top of the division. Look, you you have a certain amount of resources, right? And you can allocate them um, across the balance of the roster, and that's what we have to do. You you can. It's nice to say go out and just spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a free agent, so you can um, say that you did it. <clears throat> We're gonna look. Greg said it. We're going to spend uh, well over $200 million uh, on our baseball operation at the major league level, spend a lot more on top of that in terms of infrastructure and and scouting and player development and facilities and all that. Um, But again, fans don't want to hear about that. They they, they want to focus on the team. They want to focus on us being competitive. Uh, And if you look at the package, as you said, Chris, if you look at the lineup and the roster, you're starting to see a young, more athletic, defensive-minded team, hopefully that's healthy, that's key, uh, take that field on opening day. And I think there's a lot of things to be excited about. Sam, is the philosophy not just for the Red Sox, but in Major League Baseball changing financially? Because when you start to look at guys, you brought up Jordan Montgomery, you bring up Blake Snell. These guys, I think Montgomery wants seven years, 175. Blake Snell wants like more than 250. And if you start to look at maybe where the money's going, is it that teams are now starting to say, we're going to reduce the amount of money that we're giving some of these players, like a, a Jose Altuve, he signs up like a contract that you look at and you go, maybe three years ago, that might have been $50, 60000000 million more. Is that philosophy changing unless you're the L.A. Dodgers? Listen, the the way the, the, the industry of baseball works, we're, we're roughly a $12 billion industry. I don't have the exact numbers, but roughly 50% of the, the revenues go to player costs and, and, and the other 50% go to the expenses to cover the industry. This is a, 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 about a break-even industry, um, and that's really the focus. The revenues that get generated from our loyal fans, from people that watch on TV, people that spend their hard-earned money at Fenway Park on, on beer and, and hot dogs, and, and that goes into player pay it goes two places player payroll and it goes into the renovations and preservation of Fenway Park around Major League Baseball I can't speak for the other groups uh, but teams have an obligation to invest the revenues they generate into player payroll that's what the Red Sox do that's been our focus that's not going to change and and that's really important that we honor that commitment uh, to our fan base. I don't want to speak for everybody else in the room, but for me, when you guys parted ways with Heim Bloom, I think a lot of fans and, and people in the media thought that the philosophy was going to change in a big way, that this was going to be a big splash of, of the off season, And it seems like it's kind of more of the same. Was that the change? Is, is going from Heim to Craig Breslow, is there going to be a shift? Are we going to see that? Or I, I guess a lot of people don't understand why make that change if you're going to do more of the same. Yeah, I think a lot of the things that are happening behind the scenes um, are, are, are different. But, um, you know, look, we, we, we parted ways with, with Heim last September. He's a, um, a, a great baseball mind, a great person. And I don't want to sort of go back in history with Brez, we brought in somebody who um, has a particular expertise in pitching, number one, which is a big need in the organization. Number two, this guy's a World Series champion uh, two times over. He's only on the roster a day, I think, in 2007. But big part of that 2013 run, he knows what it takes uh, to win as a player in Boston. That's not something we've had in that general manager role before, something we're very excited about. Um, and he's been excellent so far. 
I think we need to give him a chance uh, to to build this team sort of in his uh, image and 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 in a way that uh, brings us back to what he knows is the goal, and that's winning baseball games in October. Does Theo have an office down here? <laughs> He's got the best job in sports. What, you know, what I, is I, it? I, 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 well, I, I, clearly, I need a lot of advice. So he, he is he is a senior advisor. To, I'm not okay. sure he's helping me with our media relations oh, uh, PR strategy, um, but no, he's. It, it's actually been awesome to uh, have him back and have him available. It's a part-time role where he is uh, helping uh, John and Tom and me and uh, Craig Breslow here in Boston, but he's also helping um, our other sporting operations leaders across the Fenway Sports Group portfolio of well, companies. And, and it led to two nights Pearl Jam uh, <laughs> at, at Fenway. Oh, he gets credit uh, for that too. But you, lost right, Zach, yeah. but you lost Zach Brown to Gillette. How did that happen? Hey, listen, oh, there, there, there's enough music to go around. We, we, I mean, that's, uh, we'll be I'll be. I love Zach Brown. We'll yeah. be. At, we'll be at Gillette for that. Pearl Jam coming to Fenway is great. So see, Theo's uh, already paying off. Noah Kahn. <laughs> Noah. Oh, my daughter is like, Dad. Can I get two hundred tickets? Yeah, for Noah? you could help us <laughs> out. That'd be great. Yeah. Right for other reasons. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> if maybe this is a Theo question, but you said that the money goes back into the Fenway Park or the roster. Last year, you had a bigger payroll than this payroll. I saw in the Globe you said that the season ticket renewals were up yeah. over last year. So why is the payroll down if the finances are better this year than last year? Well, finances are, are not better, but again, I'm not going to talk about uh, specific financial parameters or, or, or our budget. What I will tell you is the revenues that we generate from the Boston Red Sox are reinvested into the Boston Red Sox baseball operation, our operating expenses, and Fenway Park, um, and that has been consistent for 23 years. Um, this is not a profit-oriented business, the baseball business. This is a, uh, a responsibility, a stewardship by John, Tom, and Mike to do everything they can to put a winning, great product on the field, and that will continue in 2024 and beyond. But the team's worth $4.5 billion. I mean, they've made 10x of the investment. I mean, it's certainly not been a, you know, a not-for-profit ever. Well, you know, what something is worth is what someone will pay for it down the road, but you have an operation, right? You have operating revenues and you have operating expenses and uh, those have to line up and uh, each and every year, and I can assure you that those revenues are going in uh, to, to, to the player expenses. Speaking of what it's worth, expenses. have you been listening to the show this morning? Uh, I listened to, uh, I was hearing uh, about the Capitol Grill. I heard no. that part, but okay. I, what what else? We had Rob Hale on earlier. Oh, the best. The, the, Rob's uh, the best. Uh, I mean, could we do it like four and a half billion dollars, like a deal, <laughs> on, as a, as a, uh, like somewhere in that neighborhood? Is it? I can tell uh, you that Fenway Sports Group, John Henry, Tom Warner, Mike Gordon, yours truly. Uh, Love it or hate it, we are not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. We are fully committed yeah. uh, to the Boston Reds. This is a privilege. It's a privilege to uh, be a part of the ownership group and the operating team of the Red Sox, and we're not going anywhere. We just have to uh, get the team back where it belongs. Would there be any sorry, would no, sorry. Any, any interest in somebody like Trevor Bauer, who you could get from a, a very affordable perspective and, and maybe add some... Again, I think I've lucked out on this one uh, in terms of not being able <laughs> you can't to talk about uh, okay. players that are um, that are free agents and and, and available. So, um, all right. Don't well, he, no, I was going to say, Sam. Goes. Like it, when you look at this team in years past, like they're always somewhere top five when it comes to hitting. And you know, I think the question marks become pitching. 
and you look at aces and who's the ace of a rotation because then maybe he elevates everybody's play. I know that you guys are trying to work on an extension for Brian Bale. What's the expectations? Is that like, is he the kid that you're looking at? I know him and Yamamoto basically the same age, right? Is he the player that you're looking at in-house to be the ace, take it, the bull by the horns to say, because if you can play at a high level, maybe that elevates, you know, some of the other guys on that rotation. Is that the expectations for a player like him? Yeah, without putting uh, any expectations on it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. This guy, uh, to me, uh, appears to have the makeup um, and all the qualities of a number one uh, ace. But again, I don't get paid to make those baseball operations decisions. Thank God that's Craig's uh, area. And Alex Cora talked about the rotation um, and the guys who are lining up at the top of the rotation and, and other guys who are fighting for that fourth and fifth spot. So, But Bayo should be right there. We're really excited about him. Uh, he brings a great energy to the mound every night and, and excited about what he might be able to do. Tanner Houck threw a couple perfect innings here Monday. Listen, we'll, we'll go as far as, uh, as health takes us. Um, if we can stay healthy, I think we got a real shot. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Great guys. to see you. Good luck. Eating. I All hope right. dinner at four thirty tonight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, early bird special for Greg. Yeah. Curtis would like if you'd like to join us for dinner. You and Curtis <laughs> can sit next to each other. Twi- Twin Peaks at yeah. eleven. Uh, yeah. yeah. Capital Grill. Uh, Just bring yeah. some yeah. merch. Yeah. Two X. Right, oh, when you want some merch, two X. Five mentions about free sweatshirt. Hey, by the way, real quick before and on the business side of things, anything? What? What? What's new at Fenway? Well, when we get there in a month, the biggest thing is well the continuation of the development around the neighborhood and the, and the music venue and the way that uh, the bleacher sort of overlook connects in. But the biggest thing, the biggest marketing initiative uh, we have right now is this Netflix project. I mean, it is unbelievable the level of access that they have. I think it's a big risk for the organization uh, to take, but it's. Um, I think it'll be great for baseball. Mm. I think it'll be great for our players to humanize. You guys talked about Liam this morning. Yeah. So our fan base getting to know these players and what it's like to grind. Um, I'm a sucker for any of these documentaries. I love them. Um, and so it'll be exciting. It doesn't come out until 2025, obviously, but it, it, the level of access is unprecedented. And so that's a full-time job for your friend Colin Birch and, yeah. and his teammates. All right. Well, we know you look forward to the front office report every Thursday. <laughs> we'll be there soon it, enough, it, Sam Kennedy. All right. And all right. Greg, the mustard. What? We need to get the mustard oh, yeah. back Can at we Fenway get, Park. Yeah, what, the spicy brown. Uh, the, like, what? What? I don't, what's what's the, Curtis's what? position on Curtis, how do you, how do you I, feel? I, I'm, I'm agnostic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, can we, we please? What is the issue? We'll, yeah. take, we'll take it under advice. Right. I mean, honestly, it's mustard. Yeah. It's Good mustard. I mean, there are people who love it, people who want it back. Bring the mustard back. Can you believe you get paid to do this? No, I really can't. I don't. I actually don't get paid. Some of us don't. That's not saying. All right, maybe that'll be in the, that'll be in the Netflix. Uh, no, it's going to be in Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And right. I'm available if you need me because Dynasty didn't want to use you. So. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to Dynasty. You haven't seen it yet? No. That's good. Uh, it's really good. All right. Uh, that's Sam Kennedy, the president of the Boston Red Sox. We are at JetBlue Park and day number one of spring training with us here at WEEI. Now, Courtney, and what is trending? Your home of the Sox.
Facts. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Timeout Market. The Seas took down the Sixers last night, 117-99. to The Sox game ended in a tie yesterday with the Cardinals at three apiece. Another one for the Sox today, taking on the Nationals in Palm Beach. 105 start. You can listen to Joe and Lou on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network on EEI 850. And, of course, as always, on the Odyssey app. And we've been talking about how Patriots personnel have been talking about Bill Belichick so far this offseason. Well, Mark Daniels just tweeted, Gerard Mayo made a point to the media to say that just because they're changing culture and have different philosophies, it doesn't mean they're taking shots at Bill Belichick. They want to replicate the success but are trying it a different way. Oh, okay. Okay. Someone was listening at 6 a.m. this morning. Yeah. Somebody's been hearing the whispers. Different way, man. Let's try a different way. Yeah. And now it's time to figure out who's in timeout today. Oh, you're in timeout. Let's find out who's getting a timeout this week. Brought to you by Timeout Market, Boston's best eating and drinking destination in the Fenway, all under one roof. Timeoutmarket.com. How do we do this? So we're each going to give somebody, put somebody in timeout, somebody that you want to see put in the corner, maybe back, uh, facing the wall. All right. Anybody have any? I'm going to go with Elliot Wolf. Ah. I think that what happened during the combine, he's got to be put in timeout, and I think Gerard Mayo just did that a little bit. I'm going to put the lady that walked back six rows right as we landed in Fort Myers (laughs) to get her stupid suitcase instead of waiting five minutes like the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put uh, Greg in timeout because I love the new approach by Elliot Wolf and that's He's not, not how it works. Board. It's not me. It's not a, I. He put a lady in. Did you give him? I know he put the lady in. It's, so, it's supposed to be somebody in sports. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you give him a heads up on that? I, I did not. Um, okay. I'm sorry. All right. So uh, if I'm going to put somebody in timeout in uh, sports, I'm going to put the, can I go with the people who try to harass Cam Newton? Yes. Okay, can yes. I do that? Yes. Can I do that? I'm going. And those guys, Jason Whitlock, I'm putting that brother in timeout because he's criticizing Cam too as well for getting jumped by three three buffoons. Those were adults. Who yes. Are, who are coaching youth football? Who attacked Cam? I told you. Yeah. What a great example. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to put Grant Williams in timeout. Oh, it's a good one. And I'm going to, this might shock you, I'm going to agree with Draymond Green. Okay. Uh, okay. That Grant needs to uh, keep the mouth quiet yeah. and play some basketball. Wow. If you want to be a tough guy, you right. got to back it up. You're not a tough guy. Um, I think it's time to, to, to let your uh, what you do on the court speak for itself. And you should have wore Luka Doncic sneakers. Oh, yes, yes. All right. <laughs> so that's brought to you by Time Out Market Boston. Yep. Uh, Boston's best eating and drinking destination in the Fenway, all under one roof. Timeoutmarket.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. I put myself in timeout for not knowing that properly. 54 degrees, drizzle in Boston, afternoon high 57. It's gorgeous here. It's already 70 and sunny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are at Fenway South, Jet Blue Park, coming alive here. R- Wiggy, you want me to go rip a couple fungos in your direction before yeah. we get out of here today? Yeah, I'd like to take a little BP, man. I'll tell you, it, it is a nice... Your first time here. Yeah, and I always like watching baseball in person than on television. I think it's the second best sport to watch in person after basketball. Uh, but it's just like it's really cool to be this close because then you can really see like how hard they throw the ball, how fast it comes. So Yeah, I mean it is it's a beautiful day for baseball and we are joined before we wrap up today by Sean McDonough of ESPN, who was brought to you by Catches Law Group, New England's injury pros. Set up a free consultation at catcheslaw.com. Morning, Sean, and we are here at a place that you're very familiar with, uh, Southwest Florida and JetBlue Park. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. Spring training's great. Sounds like you're having fun. It was interesting time there with Sam, so <laughs> it's all good. Well, what did you think of Sam Kennedy and what he had to say about this ownership? <laughs> well, I'm biased because he's a friend and, you know, <laughs> I like Sam and I think he's in a tough position, uh-huh. especially with uh, Mike Wallace uh, slash Chris Curtis over there. <laughs> Just, uh, uh-huh. I, I admire it, you know, not afraid to ask the tough questions. You all asked, uh, I think, all the right questions. Right. Yeah. He answered he, them as best he could, you know, as uh, he kept saying. It's, the, the narrative isn't going to change until they start winning again. So yeah. it's a sm- hopefully that the, starts soon. It's a small margin business. Right. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of profit I, in it. You know what it is, Sean? I think of it, you know, I, I think of, I think of gr- Green Monster and Greenpeace, both non-for-profit. <laughs> well, I, I think a few of us would volunteer to take the business off their hands if it's just yeah. not going well enough for them. Yeah. So, uh, well, listen, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be. Doing I would be some... curious to know what they make, right? I mean, off off the baseball team or what they don't make. You know, what yeah, what, the, what right. the bottom line actually is. But times are tough. You're not going to get that answer. So. No, I don't think you'll. Yeah, I don't think you will. Um, but listen, you're going to be doing some games for us on the Odyssey app and on the radio this season, and we love that. And um, so I'm sure you're paying attention here. What is the likelihood? I, you know, uh, we talked earlier with Liam Hendricks, who talked about the this being the traditionally the toughest division in baseball, and uh, you know the Orioles got 101 wins last year and got better this year, uh, adding an ace, and I. Uh, like, what is the likelihood that this team can be competitive in this division this year? Well, I think it would kind of take what I think Sam was describing, you know, and hoping for. It was kind of a convergence of a lot of events that 
you know, based on the recent history, you know, isn't really likely to happen. But, you know, we have seen it before where expectations were low and they won the World Series. Um, So, you know, I I can't see that happening. I just don't think they've done enough, if anything, to improve. And, you know, the other teams, you know, I I think uh, a couple of the other teams in the division may have slipped a little bit. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be as good. Uh, but I think the Yankees are likely to be better. You know, I, I think, I'm not sure if Toronto is going to be as good. Um, but yeah, I, I still don't see it. You know, maybe it won't be a last place finish, but it's it's hard to picture the path to winning the division. So, Sean, you don't agree with your friend Sam Kennedy that if they stay healthy, they have a good shot at it. Uh, he didn't really specifically say what it was. Uh, <laughs> they, I, I don't think they have, you know, do they have a shot at winning? Yeah, of course they do. Um, but it, it would take a lot of, of, uh, of things being strung together that probably aren't likely to happen. Sean, when you talk I about... I would just like to know, okay, what, what is the target date, right? Because what he said was, you know, their philosophy has always been to you know, build around uh, their own young players, and then when they feel the time is here that they can realistically contend, then they go out and add free agents. So when do they anticipate that being? I would you know, just I, say it. I, I, I hope just, it's soon. It's clearly I, not this year because they didn't go out and do it. So I'm, um, just try, I'm trying to encourage them to just say it. Like if you're looking at yeah. you know a lot you know that next year two years ago whenever it is but then right. they can't right because then it just feeds the narrative that well they're not trying to win right now which has become the narrative as we all know yeah. but but the more meandering an explanation the more distance it is from the truth like if if, if it's a pretty simple question to answer obviously things have shifted just say it we all took a hit during COVID right we're all adjusting. And we're going to get, you know, we're, we're going to see what these young guys can do and work on the, the, the prospects and, and look to 25 as a season where we can start spending again on free agents. Say that. Fans will appreciate that. They're not going to stop going to Fenway Park. Right. I, I, and there's precedent know. for that in sports. I mean, that's basically, if you guys remember and, and women remember, uh, what the New York Rangers did a few years ago, right? They wrote a letter to their fans and said, "Hey, yeah. we are in a rebuild mode," and then and they did it, right? I mean, I, I know we don't need to turn this into New York Ranger talk on WEI, but yeah. you know they had a young core of players who now are are older, and they're still, you know, and they went out when they got uh, to the point where they thought they could contend and added free agents like Artemi Panarin, and uh, they had one of the best teams in the NHL. So, and I think their fans, you know, not all of them appreciated it, but I think most of them did. So, yeah. I, you know, I think people in most areas of life appreciate the truth, right? Yeah. Honesty. And I think, you know, I think Sam was trying to get there without actually saying it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, right. well, we're getting closer. Spot. Maybe it, we're getting closer. Uh, well, it, I don't, I, you know, you're a baseball guy, you know, and I, I mean, I've, I've watched the sport. And I, you know, I'm a fan of it. But isn't baseball the one sport where the best roster with the best talent doesn't always win? Like, I mean, you, the Angels have had the best player in baseball for how many years in Mike Trout? Um, so is is maybe, so the goal is to get less talent? No, no, no. But is the mindset on paper like just because you have these great names on paper that that doesn't equate to winning? Um, so is, well, is the yeah, approach change a little that, bit? You know, because when you get to the postseason, as you know, Wiggy, you know, then it's a short series, and 
you know, it, it's usually the team that gets the best pitching in that short span of time. And sometimes that isn't always the best team or the team that's been the best. I mean, look what the Dodgers have done here for all these years. Um, you know, so the, um, you know, to me, the, when the Red Sox ended the curse, it was because they finally had the best pitching. You know, mm-hmm. that's usually what wins in Major League Baseball, the best pitching, particularly the best starting pitching. And I think that's still the biggest reason why they're not likely to contend this year. It's, it's not good enough. Well, Sean, Unless, we're about, you know, we're about... You, I heard you just talking about Tanner Houck and Brian mm-hmm. Bayo. Yeah, I mean, if all those guys uh, have tremendous seasons, then maybe we're talking about something different. We're about a month away from baseball at Fenway Park and hearing you on the radio and the Odyssey mm-hmm. app, and I appreciate you taking the time this morning, and we will talk to you again next week when we're back in Boston. I uh, look forward to it. Enjoy. It's always fun to be down there. You guys are lucky. Have a great time. All right. There he is, Sean McDonough of ESPN on the show every Wednesday. Mm. Uh, we got to take a break, and then we'll check in one more time down at Granite and Quincy and the 11th annual Saving by Shaving event. See if we can get Joe Missoula. Okay. See if we can get Brad Stevens. I, I told you, I like Joey Clapback. <laughs> I who, like him. Who else is getting their head shaved? Uh, I mean, I think he said he that. He said a, a, a big Celtics player. Yeah, he didn't say. A star but Celtics player. But didn't he say player. Drew Holiday was going to be there? He did mention Drew Holiday, yeah. but he also mentioned, mentioned more. Mentioned a star yeah, Celtics player. Leaders. leaders it's got to be one of the two Jays. Yeah, that's what I think. Well, I mean, I mean Porzingis Bra- doesn't need a cut. Right. Jalen yeah. Brown got braid, so maybe he shows up to support. Maybe okay. not get a haircut. Right. Tatum right. could maybe get a little. A little buzz or some. Maybe he gets a little Caesar Leo. Is there someone that gets the Mac Jones Award for shortest time spent at the Saving by Shaving event? Uh, <laughs> he really was not very friendly. That Captain day. Dink. And was. that was when he. It wasn't just Mac Island. I was on the island too. I was uh, so excited to see him. Yeah, body language. Yeah. All right. Well, they're all down there getting their GLFs down at. Uh, what at is the, a GLF? You don't know what a GLF? No, is? no, no idea. I got one specifically for my trip down to Florida. We know. Florida. What is it? Wiggy knows what it is. I don't know what a GLF is. You don't? No. Curtis, you don't know what a GLF is? <laughs> it's my haircut. What, is it like what, a what gradient low for? fade or something? What? What? Is it like a gradient low fade? Or no, something it's the like get laid fade. Oh. oh I'm going to go get sick. Wow. <laughs> ah, that's what wow. it is. Wow. All right. All right. Well, they, they changed that. They right. call that the Travis Kelsey now. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they do? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. From Dry Jeff, heat. We'll, <laughs> Watch we'll, out, Naples. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be right back from JetBlue Park. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Tomorrow, day two at JetBlue Park, and we'll be joined here by Nick Pavetta. Earlier this morning, our pal Rob Hale launched an auction on this show. You got 10 minutes to bid, and I think the current high bid is $5,000 from one of you incredibly generous people. Money goes to Boston Children's Hospital, and Rob Hale, one of the owners of the Celtics, uh, offered up a... Uh, autographed uh, team signed basketball this entire team uh, the chance to bring four people and go uh, private uh, trip to practice watch practice uh, meet hang out with interact with Brad Stevens and then four of Rob's courtside VIP seats uh, anything I'm missing in that? Uh, one uh, VIP parking pass, okay. one scoreboard greeting to yeah. run second oh, oh, quarter, yeah. second timeout. Okay, Santo could buy that and send you a little anniversary message. That would be nice. Uh-huh. I would that like that. Nice? Uh, in one pregame picture on the court. Okay, awesome. So you have 10 minutes to call 617-779-7937 if you want to outbid that current high bid of five grand. Great opportunity to bring clients or, or family, friends, whatever, to a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with the Celtics. And I'm sorry if I missed it. Did you mention the basketball? I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Yes, Perfect. I did. That's important. All right. And speaking of Granite, it is the 11th annual Saving by Shaving event, one of my favorites. And I'm sad to be missing it, but we can go down to Adam Jones, who was down there in Quincy this morning. Hey, Adam. What's up, guys? How are you? How you doing? Pretty good. I don't think the weather's uh, quite as nice here as it is for you guys down there, but it's a great event, great turnout so far. We got uh, some Celtics joining us here shortly, or it's expected to be anyway Brad Stevens and Joe Mazzula, and uh, we're hoping for Drew Holiday as well, which I think uh, I heard Rob mention to you guys driving in. Yes. All right. All right. Um, we were. We want. Can you try to wrangle? Like, where's Joe Mazzula? Can you go find him right now? And great like, question. Uh, I have not seen. <laughs> just call timeout. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I think he's still upset they didn't take enough threes last night. I think he's uh, he's gone into hiding. I think is what's going on. And it's great. The saving by shaving event, not a break even event like the Red Sox. So they're <laughs> yeah, actually raising su- money. I was surprised is, to hear that the Red Sox yeah. are not not for profit. That's good to know. It's not. I mean, in fact, all. Of, all of baseball is not a for-profit uh-huh. industry. It's very right. interesting. Yeah. It's one of those small margin businesses, like, right. uh, you know, like, like a restaurant. It's, yeah. a, it's uh, more about the passion. It is about it's, 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 You know, know what's amazing is since they bought the Red Sox, they've had all this thing called, what is it, oh, cash <laughs> to buy the Penguins, to buy Liverpool, to buy LeBron's rights, whatever yeah. the PGA. hell that was. The PGA. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing how that happens. Yeah, I'd love to see their, their bookkeeping on how they broke even on all of this, but uh, something tells me we won't. But, no, I thought that was, that was very interesting from Sam Kennedy today. No, if you saw their bookkeeper, they'd have to kill you. Right. I know. I know the answer. I know the answer to this because I listen to you guys in the afternoon. But uh, not much hope from your perspective for this Red Sox for this ball club this season. Uh, no. I mean, look, I, I have a little bit of hope just because everybody seems so pissed at, at John Henry that maybe they'll get shamed into spending on someone like Jordan Montgomery. But I, I don't think that makes much of a difference. You know. 
I don't think that takes them out of last place. So, no, I mean, you guys are right. You're all over it. If you don't spend, regardless of what Sam Kennedy or John Henry, if he ever talked, regardless of what they say, if you don't spend on your team, you're not going to be able to compete in a division like the American League East, never mind for a World Series with teams like the Dodgers who spend like crazy. So, no, they're, they're, they're not going to get out of last place, even with a signing they get shamed into. I, I do not have high hopes for that. Why, why do you? Uh, after Liam Hendricks, uh, yep. sky's the limits for me. <laughs> and um, and uh, Wiggy is Wiggy is ever the optimist. And, really is. Uh, uh, and adolescent Pedro. Until yeah, he gets his new City Connect sweatshirt, then he'll start ripping them. Again. <laughs> no, no, I no, did. No, no. I did hear. Uh, did you get hooked up with the swag yet? Is that that's still in the mail? Uh, it's coming like my uh, Celtics jersey. So. <laughs> and I still support the Celtics. Or like your appearance in, in the Dynasty episode 11. I'm excited about Ad- episode Adoles- 11. Uh, adolescent Pedro. He's going to have a monster year. He's the new ace. All right. Okay. Well, one thing we will not break even at tonight, and that's Capital Grill. So, uh, <laughs> I heard well, Ken's picking up that bill. I think that was yes, news yeah. to Ken. He was, yep. he was on headset during that, well, so that, I think that was that, news to him. <laughs> Jones, that's what they say until we get there, and they say it's going to cost us $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you guys doing this afternoon? Oh, we'll be reacting to what you had to say, uh, or more accurately, Sam Kennedy had to say to you. Uh, we'll talk a little Celtics from last night. Plus, uh, you know, Gerard Mayo, Elliot Wolf, the last couple of days, the idea of a culture change in New England, how necessary is that? For the Patriots, it's interesting. Because uh, I don't have high hopes for them either, so I guess they'll try to change their culture in the meantime and then worry about wins and the playoffs and, and Super Bowls, like uh, things like that, I should say, later on. All right, and if you can, you'll get Joe Missoula, Brad Stevens, whomever on with uh, with Gresham Foyer. Yes, we'll, uh, we'll corner right. them at some point. I've not They've okay. made themselves scarce at this point in time, but they had a game last night, so a little, uh, little late rising maybe. All right, Jones, we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Awesome first day. Yeah, good you happy, awesome. you happy oh, with it? Oh, yeah. Such a good mood. Yep. Yeah, you happy with the way everything went on Twitch? Yes. Beautiful. Love okay. it. Love it. All right. Um, thanks to those who watched the show on Twitch. Thanks to those who watched it on YouTube. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to the Boston Red Sox for hosting us here. We're off to a little uh, lunch at Twin Peaks. I'm very excited. My first time. Courtney's first time. Uh, maybe some pool. We're going to a little pool activity. Ooh, like a bag of sand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ken Sean. says great job, everybody. What's that? Ken says great job. Oh, thank God. Oh. I was waiting Thanks, for that. Thanks, Ken. Oof. Thank you. Thank God. Uh, Missouri Shime. is awesome. Shime, you actually did a great job. Well thank done. you, Greg. I appreciate right. you. Right. See you, Shimer. Okay. See ya. Gresham Foyer next. We are back at 6 tomorrow morning from JetBlue Park, Fenway South at WEEI. Have a great day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 